Hello, you're listening to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio, a place where like-minded people come together to discuss spirituality, awakening, plant medicine, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio. My name is Krista, and I have the pleasure of having Amara Joy on the podcast with me today, and I will go ahead and let her introduce herself and let us know why she decided to be a guest on the podcast and what wisdom she is wanting to share with us. Hi, I am Amara, and I am so, so passionate about working with plant medicine and inner child trauma healing. Um, I grew up in a very abusive household Mm -hmm. and that led me to suppressing the pain through blocking out my memories through, I struggled with self-injury. I struggled with drug addiction, eating disorders. I've been to jail and mental institutions. I was told I would need to be on medication for the rest of my life. And um, looking back, I should have been dead many, many times. I've attempted suicide a couple times Mm -hmm. and I experienced horrific sexual abuse as a child, Um, horrific mental, emotional, physical abuse as a child. And there's still a lot that I'm in the process of remembering. I feel like our life is just a continuation of forgetting and remembering. And a majority of the people on the planet Um, probably don't remember their abuse because I have this firm belief that we live in a a mirror dimension. Like everyone you see outside of you is showing you yourself. And there is, there's such a level of darkness and abuse running rampant on this planet. And there's no way that we're all perceiving this and we don't hold that energy inside of us. And I found plant medicine about a year and a half ago, and it has taken me from a space of continuously abusing myself to I feel I live a life of peace now you know there's moments throughout the day that aren't peaceful but generally I feel peace whereas every day before I just I wanted to die and it's just like such a shift and such a gift that this has given me yeah that is wonderful and so many people do seem to really truly benefit from plant medicine work because I feel like the difference between that and traditional therapy not that traditional therapy is bad it definitely has its place and I personally am working with a therapist right now but I think plant medicine helps us to at least get to the root of things it doesn't just address the symptoms it really goes really really deep into our psyche and really deep into our bodies to say this is why this is happening and then giving us an opportunity to unpack that further. Um, and so, yeah, which um, plant medicines have you worked with? Um, I have worked with mushrooms a lot. Mushrooms, um, everybody has their medicine. And every time I do a medicine, I'm like, is this my medicine? Is this my medicine? And every time I sit with mushrooms, mushrooms is like, you keep asking, but we're right here. <laughs> and um Mushrooms has been such a gift to me. It's such a gentle medicine. And like with any medicine, it's not gonna, it's not gonna heal you. You know, I 
I feel like a lot of people go into working with plant medicine with the belief that the medicine is going to heal them. And that's, that's not the case. The medicine shows you what you need to know so you can heal yourself to empower you and bring you into that space of being with as your God self, because we are all God. And um, I've sat with Bufo a couple times, which is the toad um, five MEO DMT. And this such a beautiful, gentle, but very, very big medicine. And just, it brings you into the space of your God self and connects you to source. Um, I know somebody that refers to it, spirit told her that Bufo is the God molecule, molecule. Ayahuasca is the spirit molecule and Iboga is the human molecule. And, and together it makes the Holy Trinity of medicines. I've sat with ayahuasca and I have um, done a flood dose of iboga and I've held space for all of these ceremonies as well. And I'm really called to, I'm taking a break from medicine to just integrate the past year and a half because I've done a lot of medicine, a lot of uprooting. And now it's time to just integrate and be and do nothing, which is just as important, if not more important than doing the medicine, taking the time to integrate and be with yourself and just moving through what you uprooted and discovered. And I'm really called to serve medicine. And that is, I feel that coming very soon. Yeah, definitely. I never heard of those three together called the Holy Trinity of plant medicines and stuff with the the different aspects. So that was really interesting. Um, And before we get any deeper, of course, I always just want to put in a disclaimer that, you know, definitely do your research before you do any plant medicine, make sure you're with people who know what they're doing, people who you trust. And of course, you know, working around, you know, the legality of things, making sure you're being safe um, and not just blindly diving into anything because plant medicine work is very serious and can bring up a lot of things that you may not be ready to experience. Um, So just kind of keeping that in mind. Yeah. So Another word that is just thrown about all the time in the plant medicine community is integration. Like you need to take a break. You need to integrate. And so for you, what does integration look like or feel like? And why is it so important? Um, I am a very, my energy is very like, let's go, let's do this shit. Let's, which is partially like, you know, trauma response, but it's also, I have a lot of Gemini energy in my chart. So it's like, go, go, go dive in head first, you know, then kind of get bored and back out. And so I'm just, I've uprooted a lot. I've unlocked a lot of memories, been brought to pretty much the depths of my core wounding over the past year and a half, um, deep into this deep, deep, deep abandonment wounding that I have. Um, and so what integration is looking like for me is generally I'll like do I'll sit with like Rape or Sananga every day, at least I'll do combo a couple, every couple weeks, you know, just working with medicine constantly microdosing. And for me, the integration period that I'm in right now is no microdosing, no Rape, no Sananga, no nothing. And just being human, which is truly why I am here, why each of us are here. And so many people, um, especially in the spiritual community because like in the spiritual community it's like you're like going through that awakening and you're remembering that you're this like multi-dimensional being with all these past lives and aliens and this and that and portal dimensions and you know we forget that we're human we forget like the whole purpose of being in this incarnation is to be human 
and part of being human is like listening to your body. You know, we're in a society in a world where it's like, we can't be still, we need to be productive. We need to go to work. We need to take care of the family. We need to clean the house and this and that, and not the next, you know, and it's really just feeling your body. And for me, like integration is listening to my body, taking this time to just rest and relax and be in the stillness and connect with my family, connect with loved ones and just rebuild myself and find out who I am as a person, as a human being in this life. Because, you know, I've moved through all the trauma. It's like now, what next? Who am I? So just like rediscovering who I am and like my divinely aligned path. Yes, which is beautiful. And I think you uh, offered a really nice example and explanation. It's, it's just listening to our bodies and remembering at the end of the day, we're still human and we got to take care of our bodies. And if we're not taking care of our bodies, then like, you know, how can we be here to really serve our purpose and to do our mission if we're neglecting our bodies? And I know for me, I have neglected my body over and over and over again, like with whether it be something simple, like just not drinking enough water or, you know, not getting enough sleep or whatever it may be. Um, sometimes I think it's because I don't really like feeling fully grounded and in my body because I haven't been for so long that that feeling is foreign. And so I like fight it sometimes, but I'm getting much better at it. And so you mentioned also too, that you have held space for some of these ceremonies and that you yeah. feel called to, you know, start sharing medicine at some point, whenever, however that aligns, um, why do you want to, uh, share these medicines with other people because they have made such a deep impact on me and I know how much of an impact I've seen the impact they've made on other people and the difference that they've made in people over the course of a couple of months and like my heart loves empowering other people and the way I hold space the way I was taught to hold space is to empower to not take someone's power from them and do the work for them, to let them move into their body and allow them to ask for help and be able to just uncover the truth of who they are and the things they need to uncover to move into themselves. And it's just, when I'm holding space, it's just like, it lights up every cell of my being and it just lights up my heart. And it's just this divine sovereign feeling and it's just this and I can't explain it in, in words it's really hard to put into words but it's just ever since the first medicine ceremony I sat in I knew that I was here to do that mm -hmm. I was here to medicine to other people and it's just this knowing in my soul and I feel like in many other lives this is what I've done you know I'm in the shamanic path because that's part of who I am on like a soul level and it just, it feels so right, you know? Does that answer your question? It does. It's like, you okay. just, you just know when you know, and it can be hard to put that into words. Um, but if I'm hearing things correctly, it's just like, it just feels so natural for yeah. you. Like it, you don't have to think about it. You just kind of do it because your soul already knows what's up. You know, your soul already knows like who've done this before or, you know, whatever. And I feel like that can happen anytime we finally like align with our purpose. It's like 
We don't have to struggle to do whatever that thing is. Not to say there's never any stress or there's never moments where, you know, we have to push ourselves to be a little bit different or, you know, whatever, everything has challenges, but there's like this, and I think it goes back to what you were talking to earlier, just like this peace. You're yeah. not, you don't feel like you're having to hustle and so hard that there's just like an ease and a flow that comes with it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And I know a lot of people also talk about, um, and this is not, you know, in the plant medicine community only, but all this, you know, the repressed memories and things that will come up um, and all this trauma that we've been through um, collectively and individually and moving through it. So how have you, I mean, in addition to plant medicine, right? Cause there's the, you know, they, they're showing you what you need to, to do and how do you go about, you know, doing those things and really starting to heal and clear the trauma from your body and from your you know, psyche? Um, well, feeling your emotions, um, listening to your body, you know, like say, like, like if you're in a ceremony, and you hear other people screaming or crying. Like some people are like, oh my God, make them stop. That's a distraction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, or in your everyday life, you know, somebody triggers you, something triggers you instead of being like, stop fucking triggering me. A lot of times in society, we talk about know your triggers so you can avoid them, but that's not helping you. That's you're running away from yourself. Your triggers, I look at them as gifts, a gift handed to you on a silver platter so you can meet yourself deeper. So when you're triggered, you know, feel your body. Where do I feel this in my body? What does it feel like? How old was I? The first age that pops into your head. How old was I the first time I felt this way? Can I remember why I felt this way? Or is it just a knowing? And then, you know, scream into a pillow cry, you know, do whatever tone, move your body, just whatever you need to do to get that energy flowing and just letting yourself feel those emotions that you've been told not to feel making friends with things like anger, shame, fear, and sadness. Things we're told, get rid of those. Don't feel, you know, they'll lower your vibration, you know, stop crying, shut up, or I'm going to give you something to cry about things you're told as children. Um, just really building a relationship with your emotions as if they're people because they're, you know, a part of you. It's like they're a child inside of you. And then another really big part of my own healing has been therapy. Um, I've been in really deep intensive therapy over the last year or so, maybe a little bit less um, about since January. And from January to June, I did EMDR, which is, um, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's this like eye movement and it brings the right and left sides of your brain together to bring up um, trapped, suppressed, blocked out memories so you can process them and move through them. And it was really interesting for me because part of me sitting with medicine and unlocking repressed memories was like, am I just tripping or did this really happen? And it was very interesting because when I was doing the EMDR, the same things I remember during medicine, the memories were coming up during my therapy session and I wasn't on any medicine. And it was, therapy was probably one of the best gifts that I could have ever given to myself because it really helped me to work through that. And I, plant medicine mixed with therapy is 
Like it's fucking gold. And mm-hmm. I love how you talking about, you know, I want to put a disclaimer, make sure you're working with someone you trust. You're being very mindful, very careful. You're not just jumping into it. That is so, so important. You know, make sure you're doing your research on if you're going to a medicine ceremony, make sure you're doing your research and you're working with somebody who is heart centered and doing this for the right reasons and not a predator. Absolutely. Make sure you have a team that is loving and knows what they're doing with possibly like a nurse or something that can, you know, back you up in like the like health way. Um, that's mm-hmm. not the right word, but, um, you, <laughs> you know, and just make sure you're being mindful of how you're preparing for working with plant medicine, you know, what kind of foods are you eating? What are you putting into your body? Because like specifically with like Bufo, Ayahuasca, Iboga, like you can have bad reactions with combo, you know, all these medicines because they're serious, it's serious shit. Like, so just like be mindful of, you know, what's going on inside of you, how you're preparing. Don't just like jump into it and be like, oh, you know, let me go smoke some fucking Bufo and then something bad could happen. You know, mm-hmm. be very careful with that. Absolutely. You touched on so many really great things. Um, And yeah, that's, I feel like I am getting very similar messages from spirit, from source as you are in this whole like integration period. Like a year ago, I was told like, you know, they were done teaching me and I was like, I don't know what that means. And then it was like, oh, okay. I'm really, truly getting to learn how to hold all this space on my own and go deep into my own healing. And I like how, you know, just everything you said was great with the feeling, the emotions, that's something that's coming up for me constantly. Um, Cause once again, even in like, there's, there's these pockets in like the spiritual community with like the, you know, the lower vibrational emotions and like the higher vibrational. And like, if you're in shame and guilt, like that's not, that's not a good thing because you're in a low vibration. And it's like, maybe it is a different vibration, but it doesn't mean we still like can't or shouldn't feel those things. And when we allow ourselves to feel it, then we can move through it. You know, I, I think about children and they feel like all the emotions, like sometimes within like 10 minutes, they're like sad because, you know, somebody took their toy, but then they're happy because they get a cookie or whatever. And then they're, they're mad at like their bright, you know, they're just like moving through all the emotions because nobody's told them that they're not supposed to. Um, and that triggers our gifts. I really like that because I don't think anybody really truly, at least in the moment, really enjoys being triggered. But when we use it as a tool to be, okay, well, what is within me that I still need to heal around this? What part of me, you know, is still like needing attention in this area is great. And it's interesting because I'm also doing EMDR and therapy and it has been really interesting. Like I didn't know, like, you know, that that much stuff could come up and like, you know, just doing like eye movements Um, And yeah, I think it's really important to have a team, right? You want to have all the support, whether it's plant medicine or not, you know, or therapy, you know, having, you know, even like a, you know, just all the bases covered and even like a medical doctor, if that's what you need at this time too. And not to compare yourself so much to other people as well. You know, it's really learning to, to listen to ourselves, to our bodies. You've mentioned that so many times. It's so important. And um sometimes when we don't listen to like the little whispers, then they become screams and like shouting at us. And that's when we can get a lot of like really unpleasant, like physical symptoms or diseases. And it's just all connected. And it sounds so simple, right? Just feel your emotions and listen to your body. But it's almost too simple sometimes. Like the mind just wants to complicate everything. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah, so much good stuff. And I, I love how like you were talking about, you know, the pockets of emotion, like, you know, feeling the shame and stuff and how, you know, the belief that it's going to lower your vibration. But, you know, when you go in there and you let yourself really feel it and you like kind of like pull it up like a weed and you kind of release it, it's your vibrations naturally going to raise. And it just, it brings you into the flow and stuff. And it's like, we're here to be human. And as humans, we have a whole spectrum and a whole array of emotions. It doesn't mean anything's good or bad. And, you know, listening to yourself, you know, something that's really been coming through to me here recently in the past like month or so is the energy of neutrality looking at everything from a space of neutrality. There is no bad or good. There is no right or wrong. It's just the judgment that we project onto those things based on where we're at in our own path. But from the eyes of the divine, there, there's nothing, nothing that's not okay, you know? And that can be, um, you know, just with anything. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's like everything has its purpose. In the eyes of the divine, everything has its purpose. Everything has its reason. All of our life journeys, as crazy and chaotic as they may seem, all of it has a purpose and it's all working for the highest um, good, so to speak. And I just was about to ask a question and I just lost it. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just think like a lot of the like messages you're getting from source and spirit. I'm like, yes, like I'm getting that too. Back to yeah, the neutrality thing. Like it's not about right and wrong or good and evil so much as it like everything just is as it is. And I mean, it doesn't mean that there's still not you know dark energy and forces out there, but yeah. it's just like learning to just let go of that judgment and live more from like the middle instead of like the extremes and finding that balance. And it can be difficult, but it's definitely worth it. Um, so. I don't know why, but I'm just like running out of questions. I'm just like, this is so good though. Like, and I'm enjoying the conversation. It's just like, um, I feel like our energies are just so similar and I'm just kind of wanting to sit with that. And I'm like losing, (laughs) losing, forgetting that like, I'm supposed to be interviewing you right now. Cause I just feel like, like this really big soul connection with you right now. Um, but yeah, what else, what else do you want to share? What else is, um, speaking on your heart? We still got about 10 or 15 minutes if you want to go. Um, as you were like, when you put your hand on your heart and um, and you, you were talking about neutrality, um, it kind of, spirit kind of gave me a download. Like your heart is, you know, this is the space of neutrality living from your heart. And so it's like, you know, this is the neutrality and this is the positive and below that is the negative, you know, and with your chakra center and negative isn't necessarily bad. Positive is not good. It just, it's just the vibration. And like with your chakra centers, like your lower chakra centers are your humanity. Your upper ones are your spirituality. And so just bridging them together and living in your heart as much as possible. Um, that's part of what I've been doing over like the past year. Uh, one of my mentors, she's really big on opening her heart. And I'm just like, that really, really resonates with me. And so I'm always, you know, talking to medicine, talking to myself, like, help me to open my heart more, show me what I need to do to open my heart more. And that's one of the hardest things that you can do, like getting out of your head and coming down into your heart and living from a space of your heart in that space of like neutrality and everything is perfect. It's 
it's very challenging because you know we have have egos <laughs> um and ego isn't you know ego's not bad ego's not good it's just the identity of who you are in this life learning to integrate that instead of fighting against it yeah, and loving all parts of ourselves no matter what is showing up or no matter how those parts are manifesting themselves I think it definitely takes courage to walk through this life with an open heart because it also means that we need to be vulnerable yeah I find myself like I'll go through phases where like walking you know like with good posture out in public is like no big deal and I'm just like yeah and then there's times where like I feel like I'm always walking around like this where I'm like more closed from that so what are some ways that you really like to connect um, to your heart space and things that help you be in that state of neutrality? Um, f- first thing when I wake up in the morning and I know, I notice a huge difference between if I do this and if I don't, even if I don't like meditate, um, just like taking a, taking a few minutes to clear my energy, call back all my energy to me, shield mm-hmm. myself and center myself. And I'll do like a body scan and say the Ho'oponopono prayer as I'm scanning up my body, starting with my feet up into my legs and just really feeling my body around my spirit and my spirit around my body up into my head. And then just like calling my energy back into my heart and I'll ask spirit to bring me a download that I am safe to be in my heart. And I'll just like throughout the day scan and see where my head is at. And, you know, am I dissociating? Am I out of my body? Where am I? Am I in my head running around who knows where or you know, come back to my heart. And then there's times, you know, I don't feel safe to be in my heart and that's okay. And so instead of judging that, like, why am I not in my heart right now? Just, it's okay. You're safe to feel what you feel. I'm safe to feel this. I'm safe to be with this. I can choose to express it or I can just like acknowledge it and I don't have to do anything with it. Mm -hmm. They should just let it be here, which I feel like is a heart centered thing, just full acceptance of all my parts. Like you were saying, Mm -hmm. And then like, I notice, um, like I can be, I can be a super judgy person and I've asked spirit to like, show me like, what is that? How do I have compassion for other people? And spirit showed me very clearly the judgment that I have for everyone else is just showing me how much I judge myself. So to heal the judgment that I have for other people, I just, I need to work on self-compassion. And the more compassion I give to myself, the more love I give to myself, the more I'm going to be able to reflect it out into other people because they are showing me myself, you know? It's about just always returning to here, right? It's like the middle ground where the chakras and stuff meet um, within our heart. And yeah, um, once again, just it comes back to, to like not judging. Like if we notice like, oh my gosh, like, I'm having some like racing thoughts and I'm in this really like horrible, like loop situation. Uh, I think sometimes our first, you know, instinct that we want to do is just stop it from happening and like, get rid of like, Oh, I don't like this. Like, you know, I want to get rid of this uncomfortable feeling, but like you said, sometimes just allowing it to be and holding space for that. It usually will move kind of at some point on its own. And we don't always have to force ourselves to feel better. Um, either that is just allowing everything and it's not once again it sounds so simple but when you're in that like like rage that comes up because you're triggered about something from childhood like it's really hard to like you know just really allow yourself to go there and one of the therapists I was working with would always say you know if you really truly allow yourself to feel an emotion 
like you can move through it in like five minutes or less. It's the yeah. resisting that like, you know, makes it last for like days or weeks. And the, like, I feel like the more we practice that allowing and moving through things, it does come faster and faster. I notice for me, like I might just have a cluster of a few days where I'm not feeling, you know, that much in my heart space or like a week. Whereas before it would be like months and years that I would yeah. be in those loops because I was just constantly resisting and judging everything that was happening and you know just creates so much distress and you know I find myself still falling back into that those moments sometimes and I'm just like oh I've been here before I know it's gonna pass and I just need to love myself through it yeah that's perfect and I I completely agree you know just like making it okay to be where you're at and it's like as soon as you make it okay it's like the pressure kind of like releases kind of like a balloon that's full of air you know you make it okay you release a little bit of air it's still full of air but it's not gonna pop and you know it's like truly it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not feel joy all the time you know it's okay to be in a space of I feel really sad today I feel really sad and I'm grieving and like truly life is like a continuous space of grieving. Like you're always grieving something, but it's like, as you like learn to like move through the emotions more quickly, you can feel the grief and the anger and the rage while you're feeling the joy and the peace and the gratitude. And it's like, you feel it all at once, just like flowing around inside of you. And like where I'm moving into that spirit is guiding me is over the past year or so, I've been really in a space of, I feel this, I express it. I feel it, I express it. I feel it, I express it almost in the space of like frenzy. Like I feel it and I need to get rid of it instead of like pushing it down. And spirit's showing me now that I've, I've released and I've moved so much energy that now I just need to be the safe container for my emotions and what I'm feeling. I don't have to do anything with what I'm feeling. I just need to hold it, hold it in love and support and let it know you're safe to be here. I'm not going to do anything with you. Yeah. Cause I think uh, that when we rush things, it can be just as bad, you know, if we're trying, if we're constantly trying to clear, 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 I feel like it just makes us a lot more open and a lot more vulnerable energetically. And we need to take those breaks where we're just like not trying so hard to move through things and just um, let things unfold naturally. Yeah. And just, yeah, it's just like this dance or this pendulum that's always moving and changing and going back and forth. Um, and that's okay. And you also mentioned being safe, like feeling safe to feel our emotions because in childhood, a lot of times it's not safe for yeah. us to feel our emotions. Um, and so it's about trying to, or learning to kind of be a parent to ourselves and be like, Hey, yeah, okay. If you want to cry all day, like go for it. I'm here for you. I'm not going to judge you. And I'm not going to try to make you stop. Not that I've ever re- literally spent a whole day crying, but just like, if I needed to, then okay, that's fine. And then, yeah. you know, move, maybe try to, you know, shift some things the next day. But yeah, it does feel like for me to the past like few weeks to a month, it's just like this grieving. And sometimes I don't even know exactly what I'm grieving, but I just feel like that, that grief. Yeah. 
And a lot of times, you know, the knowing the why it'll come up afterwards, like if you're meant to. And I wanted to like backtrack a little bit to like, you were asking like how to like heal and integrate and like move through, you know, the stuff that comes up with the repressed memories. And, you know, like with PTSD, I used to have severe PTSD to the point I couldn't leave my house. And I was on super high dosages of anti-anxiety medication, mood stabilizers, you know, all this psychiatric medicine. And like every time someone would come near me, I would kind of like jump out of the hypervigilance and it was just flashbacks all the time. And it used to be, you know, the general response when you experience a flashback is, oh my God, I need to push it away. I need to push it away. I don't want to see this. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to experience it push it away, get rid of it. And so what I've learned through this is instead of pushing it away, you're going to go into the memory and you're going to witness it and you're going to rescue that part of yourself, the part of yourself that's stuck in that loop, experiencing that memory over and over again. If it's one of your inner children, you're going to go in, you don't even have to really see it. Just, you know what it is. You go in there and you grab them and you get rid of the person that's abusing them. And then you just hold them and you say, you're safe now. No one's ever going to hurt you again. I'm here and I'm never going to leave you. And you just keep doing that. And then you just like feel whatever comes up and you just rescue yourself. I think that is a really good point. Uh, I'm experiencing, you know, not going into much detail, but I'm experiencing a lot of PTSD lately from some things that happened earlier this year. Yeah, my first instinct is like to avoid any um, experience that's going to trigger anything. And then when it does come up, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't want to see this. Like, Oh, but then by doing that, it's like that part of me that's still stuck there. It's like, I'm telling them that like, Oh, you don't matter. And like, I don't have time for you right now. And it's kind of like re-traumatizing. And so, yeah, it's, it's hard, messy work, but it's definitely worth it. It is absolutely going and that's okay too. Um, I don't feel like we ever really get to like this big spot where we're just done. It just gets easier. Yeah. Like you said, and we, even when we're angry, we feel the peace and we know that it's only temporary and we just move through it. So, such a lovely conversation yeah. with you. Um, anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Um, I feel I feel pretty complete with everything. Yeah. Me too. Thank you so much for being on and just speaking your truth and sharing what's on your heart. I feel like I definitely resonated with a lot of things you said, and I'm sure our listeners will. And uh, thank you to everybody for watching or listening. And uh, yeah, thank you for your time. Love and blessings. You too. Bye, Kristen.